Hey everyone, welcome to another week of the X Factor Racing. I'm Nancy and joined as usual by my lovely, beautiful friends in Cora and Carson. How are you ladies? I'm doing all right. I uh, just spent the last two hours looking at PPs for Delmar, Saratoga, uh, not Monmouth yet, right? Monmouth hasn't posted yet. But anyway, I'm good. <laughs> Thank you for asking. That's good. Yeah. Miss Carson, how are you? I am here and as well as can be expected. Thank you for asking. <laughs> how was your birthday? What was your, your birthday was like last week, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we just did a family dinner and um, went out for a little bit. Nothing oh, too that. wild. Yeah, I love it. And your day, um, your birthday is the day before Rob's. That was kind of a cool coincidence. Um, yeah, that's right. Very cool. Huh. How, was your, how was your week, Nancy? It was good. good. I'm covering, covering for the boss. So the avalanche of supply chain problems decided to show up. So, Oof. oh, well. Yeah. But then I'm also distracted, distracted by Saratoga and everything else going on. So Saratoga was so much fun last weekend. Yes, it was super awesome. I had a lot of fun writing that article that we have on Substack. So that Mm -hmm. was a good dive into just being prepared for it. But opening day was really, really fun to watch. And Mm -hmm. shout out to CJ, um, our or a dear friend that he had half a chance win. That was really nice to see. Um, I was at my office, so it was kind of hard to like chat or like, you know, like chat him and then start like screaming at my yeah. computer monitor. Like everyone yeah. be like, what's going on with her? I see her working. Right. Like, and CJ Johnson is one of my favorite people in horse racing. I met him. I think it was a year ago at Lone Star. They had this big contest every year. And I was there with my boss doing some work for him. And CJ was there and he was like, come down to the room or whatever he was in and gave me a big old hug like he knew me and just such a nice guy. And then I met him again at Santa Anita at some point last year. He was in the Eddie Logan suite. Uh, with me and my boss and he just sat and we talked for hours a genuinely nice person I love rooting for those kinds of people so yeah he's he's a genuinely nice person like he messaged me I'm so sorry I forgot to follow you back on Twitter I'm like you know (laughs) it's like wow that is a-okay right right like there's no offense, sir. We're we're okay. Right. What a cutie. Yes. So, do you do you have a favorite CJ story, Carson? <laughs> I I think Carson does have a favorite CJ story. Yeah, there's so many. Oh, um, <laughs> I guess it's the, it's got to be pocket fries. And he promised me for my birthday he was going to name a racehorse pocket fries. <laughs> so he's got to deliver. <laughs> there you go um, i like it it was a uh, florida derby and it was the grand opening of the carousel club which is um you know some extravagant south florida bar basically for lack of a better term on the stretch at uh, Gulfstream. um and they had closed it down the night before uh him and shu and so we got a late start to the party. I think they slept out there under the carousel probably Wow! and woke up and just started back partying again. So they had been drinking pretty heavily for a couple of days. Um, and I had to work uh, of course. So I didn't get started till late. We ended up going out to dinner, um, at Le Tub, which is a very great restaurant, excellent crab legs and hamburgers. And it's right there on the intercoastal waterway and across the street from the beach, um just like a little dive bar doesn't even have four walls you know just a little tiki hut basically on a dock um so very classy joint and uh she was like falling asleep uh it just they were both rode hard and put up wet so um uh ended up 
getting trying to get them to have some food because I think their flight was leaving in like six hours or something like that. And um, I get a text message later and uh, CJ's like, oh, thanks for hanging out and for the food. That was an early flight. And he's like, and uh, whoever put fries in my pocket, uh, you were a lifesaver. So I guess my <laughs> my husband who has partied in <laughs> And still does party, uh, has had some early flights with all the travel that he does. And I guess he was thinking ahead and thinking that CJ could use that on his flight home. So it's kind of a cute little story, but also hilarious because I just get this random message later in the day that's like, who put fries in my pocket? Oh, <laughs> I love that story. That's now my favorite CJ story. <laughs> that's fries. hilarious. Oh, right? Pocket fries. Yeah. Pocket that's fries cool. is the cure for hangovers. <laughs> Wow, I, I love French fries. It's my favorite food group. I have never had a hangover. So. <gasps> You've never been drunk, Nancy? No. I mean, my first drink was at 25, but okay, I'm a, so, I'm a, I've been late in the game. So you're straight edge. You've been straight edge for most of your life, if not all of it, straight, it sounds like. Straight edge. If I do get a drink, it's a Red Bull and vodka, which is just death in a cup. So they're yeah. very extreme. Yeah, if you're getting Red Bull and vodka in a cup, you don't care much about your life at that point. Like you're just willing to let whatever happens happen. <laughs> like, that was that, uh, you're either a teetotaler or totally wasted. Yeah, at a exactly. rapid rate. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I wonder what my tolerance is because I don't know. I feel nothing after that, so I'm like, oh, wow. right. Yeah, so. Oh, Carson, that sounds like a challenge. We're going to have to get Nancy drunk at some point. It's it's funny because oh, it's I, on. I, yeah. I promised, I've promised people, like, when I get into law school, I will get absolutely hammered, and it hasn't happened. Like, no one is, like, none mm-hmm. of my friends have approached me on it. I guess maybe they're thinking, like, oh, you know, she'll get geared up and then, you know, mm-hmm. celebrate and get hammered, but it hasn't happened. So I guess if I show up at a track, I guess be known or yeah. There we go. What an excellent episode idea for the three of us to just do shots and talk about handicapping stakes races. I'll, I'll have I'll to come up with a clever name for that episode. Right. Well, a absolutely shot. have to. Yeah. That might well, be a pay-per-view one also. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll have to have a paywall for that one. Uh, <laughs> we could just move into my OnlyFans account. I'm kidding. I don't have an OnlyFans account. But if I, I did, it would be hot. <laughs> I don't have an OnlyFans either. It's funny because in my Twitter name that it says Nance Top 0.00005%. I've been asked that a couple times. Like, is mm-hmm. that in reference to your OnlyFans? And I'm like, I don't have that. What does that mean? Like, <laughs> oh, so Aww. now I know. Yeah, I was I was the top point zero zero five percent listener of all time low. Yeah, I tease the guys all the time. If I looked like Carson or you, Nancy, I'd be on OnlyFans naked, constantly shooting ping pong balls out of my vagina. I mean, screw teaching. That sounds like a lot of hard work, but I'll learn how to shoot a ping pong ball out of my vagina. FYI, producer, this is going to need an explicit rating. Uh oh. Yeah. So, well, you Hey, I knew a girl, I knew a girl in college that she paid for college in the strip club. So right. Some like people legit. are actually doing it. Oh, love it, it. Hey, it pays the bills. Right. Uh, I couldn't or, be a stripper, but you know. Or it will help me pay for these complicated ticket structures I'm learning that are also hey, very expensive. No, play ass downs. Yesterday. For whatever fucking reason, I decided to, well, I usually play, but 80 cent pick three turned into like 12 bucks. Really? Yeah. And it wasn't even a shitty two by two by two. It was a two by one by two. So I singled. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I was watching and I was, I like had a little reminder to watch Ed and Sarah's um, preview and i got all excited about um the for hr and so i got all excited about my ticket that i'm like oh shit i gotta watch them too so can i give ed de rosa some love for a minute before we jump back into the, the horse oh, racing moment uh, of love moment right? of love for ed i think it was always. yes always. <laughs> always 
yesterday I'm losing time. I'm a teacher. So during the summer, the goal is to forget what day it is and what the date is. So I've, I've accomplished that goal. It was either yesterday or the day before, but I'm putting together self-care kits for students in my class who either can't afford uh, toiletries or because they work so many jobs or have so many responsibilities after school, really don't have time to go and pick it up themselves. Whatever the, the reason, I just want those things available in my classroom for kids. This morning, I wake up to a Venmo from our beloved Ed DeRosa with uh, a donation that just said toiletry bags. It was one of the sweetest gestures. A lot of the guys in horse racing, when they hear I'm a teacher and you know that, you know, how much money has to come out of my own pocket to go into my classroom, they want to, you know, they want to help out. But Ed, really followed through. He didn't even ask my permission. He did some research on his own to get my Venmo handle. It was one of the sweetest things. And I just want to tell Ed, you know, and our listeners that you're a great man. And I appreciate what you're doing for horse racing and uh, in other areas of the community. So thank you, Ed. You're a sweetheart. We got a sound effect. We get- oh, <laughs> I was... A moment of applause for Ed. I, I don't know if that went through, but we love Ed. We love Ed. So, but thank you, Ed. And it, watching him and Sarah win last week, and it was nice. I think that's such a great idea to have, you know, Sarah and Ed with their clout and HRN behind them, really just handicapping with other people in the community. What a great job. I think that's such a great idea. A man of a woman of the people. <laughs> this week they're taking on uh, Chuck and Barry of South Florida notoriety. So that'll be exciting. Ooh, how do we get our names on the list? Is this something we should ask? I, I, sure. I already proposed it, right? To, uh, oh, H yeah, that's to right. H. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carson, deci- Carson uh, decided to ditch us for a hot second. It's okay. I, we can, I tried we can to get dumped. Jeff for a contest, but that doesn't mean I ditch you. Now. She would she's, sharing, she, sharing. she's she's cheating on us that's cool right our very own jessica rabbit how dare yeah. she <laughs> yeah, she's cheating on us that's cool so for the audience just so you know that we're all in we're in a group chat for this uh for our podcast naturally so we can talk and come up with ideas and when we need carson's attention nancy posts a jessica rabbit gif and i swear to god carson always seems to show up <laughs> i know in a it's minute <laughs> it's like the it's like the bat call but it's the carson call <laughs> it's the best thing ever and it's I like su- it. it's the super sexy like she's shaking her booty down a wall or something. right right and Carson just senses the energy and pops up hi uh, funny story I do like cosplay on the side so I have some characters that um I always do and so Jessica Rabbit is one of them oh my god so now we really need an official like little tiktok or video of just you shaking your booty down the wall like the same thing so we like can side how- by side Right? How hot is that? Carson dressed up as Jessica Rabbit? I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> right. Let's uh, go. My first, my first crush ever was a redhead. So we'll we'll bring it back. Oh, oh who nice. was it? Uh some uh, like a famous person or oh no, no, first no, just like uh, general, like I had a crush in an unfortunate uh-huh. crush in college, some douche canoe that we won't remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, no worries. There's, I've I've encountered way too many. Yeah, yes, yeah, same. Yeah, but haven't we all? Haven't we all? True. Amen to that, sister. All right, so, ladies, which right. race you want to talk about? Well, first of all, we got to talk about saturday saratoga with the diana stakes because yes. it was like the chad by chad by chad by chad and of course on my ticket i picked i had the wrong chad <laughs> i was like the fuck i did as well like i had baby yoda and i was screaming i'm like fuck yeah babe i said in the, in the chat i'm like fuck yeah baby yoda i got this shit on a daily double and then chad fucked me over with chad yeah. This sounds like a <laughs> voting primary, not a horse race. <laughs> right? Got the wrong Chad. Yeah. Uh, well, did Baby Yoda had a decent trip, though, if I remember correctly, right? Oh, yeah. 
I mean, I was so, and as we all know, mother doesn't enjoy horse racing. So I'm mm-hmm. cleaning and I'm yeah. just like covering my mouth. Like, how do I not scream and like cheer about it? Right. And so then she's like, what are you muffling about? Like, are you laughing? And I'm like, <laughs> no, meh. like I'm about to sneeze. And I'm just yeah. like, sorry, ma. And it's just my absolute joy for baby Yoda. But yeah, it's a good trip. Yeah, well, it, I liked the race. I think Saratoga last weekend was just so much fun in general, including that one. I wasn't upset that I lost again uh, because again. I just felt the race was so good. But but I, how, do, how do we feel about one trainer having that many horses in a, in a field that size and one race? Like, I don't know how to feel about that. I don't, it doesn't feel right almost like cheat it's almost like cheating right like yeah he's got like one out he's got like a one out of four chance every time so his chances of like winning are a 25 percent increase over anybody else yeah because how many total were in the race like eight or nine i think so something like that it doesn't feel like it's giving lesser known trainers a chance to shine if that am i making sense i'm not sure oh for sure i think so we i think we talked about that with jeff too it's just absolutely Mm -hmm. you know you have you see like all the well you know i was gonna say bob baffer but when when he comes back right like that's kind of Mm -hmm. how it was before it was like you see a horse with their name as the trainer and you're like okay i'm more likely to bet on yeah uh, the horse because over the trainer a lot of times over like the actual performance because you just see the name yeah. It's kind of like their, you know, famous thing that's tagged to it. So, yeah. Huh. And, and personally, I, I do that too. Sometimes like, I'll just go like, Oh, it's a, you know, it's a Cox horse or it's um, a Chad horse. Like, let me just see. And like, I'll just be more tuned into it. Yeah. I think I do something similar, but I'm wondering too, Carson, does do things like that happen at Gulfstream where you have a trainer who will have like four horses in a race I, i've never heard of that anywhere else but the uh naira and well uh, california um. yeah um well honestly the only thing i've seen at Gulfstream is uh you'll have a, a good many owner trainer combos i see gotcha. that a, little, a bit more down here than i've seen it up north mm-hmm. um and i guess sometimes i would argue a conflict of interest with the same trainer and multiple entries but three of them have the same owner so gotcha. you know he's He's obviously going to do right by his clients and the horses. And he seems to be a master of placing his horses and especially given timing and Mm -hmm. the competition. Um, I think he's leading for the meet right now with the number of wins. I can't recall what the last count was, but um, I guess my my issue as an owner would be concern over, okay, who's doing what (laughs) and for whom, but three of them had the same owner. So he's, and he's, uh, had Chad as his trainer of course I'm referring to Peter Brandt but mm-hmm. um he's used Chad as his trainer and he has some phenomenal turf horses so oh I don't know so uh, yeah I don't know what the the other rules are you know New York was saying that um the McCarthy's couldn't ride against one another because they were married right so it's just one of those things I guess yeah it's, yet the Ortiz's uh, <laughs> can ride together constantly yeah exactly oh, yeah yeah, yeah which is just crazy to me. Having said that, I think one of the picks that I have for what we're posting this weekend is being ridden by Jose. So we'll see. I need Jose to really pull through this weekend. So, uh, yeah, I think you and I have the same pick for that race. And we I do. Actually, I like the Jose Bill Mott combo. Me too. I, I like Bill Mott. Um, and of the, Ortiz brothers, I would say Jose is probably my favorite. <laughs> um, I don't hear as much about Jose that concerns <laughs> me as I do about Arad. The two. Yeah, I mean, there's not enough brothers to do an FMK for that family. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, and then what was it? The Sanford Stakes. Your your pick. Um, Nancy came in third and I text messaged you and was like, congrats. And then I wondered if that was a stupid thing to do because you came in third, still won some money though. Right. Like that horse, as long as they hit the board, I'm happy. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was funny because when you, I didn't even watch the race. And then I thought, at first, I thought, oh, did it, you know, did Frenzy win? And then I looked and I was like, oh, never mind. No. So but- I was like, yeah, but I didn't even I didn't I didn't even bet on it was really funny. I didn't even bet on that race because I was all jumpy about the baby Yoda not hitting Bleecker Street situation. Oh, and then Bleecker by the time Street. I'm like, oh, Bleecker Street. I was just like, come on. What the fuck? Bleecker I had. Street. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but in Italia, I know in Italian had a good run, though, but mm-hmm. yeah, although like I didn't, I didn't want that to be the brown horse that won. Clearly, um, <laughs> I wanted another one. Wait, yeah, was, had, yeah. that was the, yeah, that was the Chads. And like my friend texted me, and I was like, I picked the wrong Chad of the Chads. <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> bad Chad. Bad Chad. Yeah. And then my prove right for the Sanford stakes, I think is still finishing up the race. So that was a terrible bit. Was that another, was that another drop in G's situation? It was a drop in G's situation. And then at one point I'm talking to, on Saturday, I'm talking to people about this 30 to one Scotto that I like. And everybody's kind of looking at me like, huh, what? Scott is 30 to one. No. And then I tell a friend, Hey, I think I'm going to use Scotto in this early pick four. And he's like, you know, that horse is 30 to one. This is your first pick four. Why are you sabotaging yourself? (laughs) And I was like, okay, good point. Good point. My bad. My bad. (laughs) So that was your first pick four ever. Yeah, it was. And yeah, it's a big moment. It was a big moment and I lost it in the first leg, Uh, but uh, that's when Benny, Benny South street was like, better to lose it in the first leg than the last. And I was like, okay, I'll take it. (laughs) Yeah. No need to just go ahead and rip the bandaid off, darling. No need to drag that out. Exactly. I like, I liked, uh, I'm, I use this now because Carson in our chat was like, this is a disappointment sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) So oftentimes when that happens, yeah Uh, you hit it the first and you lose in the last or you hit the first (laughs) hit the last everything else in the middle sucks so when that happens to me now I'm like it's the disappointment sandwich yeah that's actually we should have that put on a t-shirt at some point just disappointment I feel like those could be popular for another reason but uh, yeah yeah uh, (laughs) oh oh, yeah men so disappointment sandwich so true (laughs) No, I ended up betting a lot of money last weekend, like more money than I've ever bet in one weekend. And I think the only horse that fucking paid off was that beautiful bitch chub wagon. I think I got chub wagon. Oh, Oh. dear, sweet chub. Um, I think I got a total of three dollars and ninety cents for chub. First this was all, like the perfect weekend because we got Chub Wagon on Saturday and then we had no balls on Sunday. Yeah. So it was just a perfect storm of entries. However, no balls did not win. No, but Chubby Baby did. Um <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna point out, I totally thought Chub Wagon was a dude. I just there's so much vibes to just a dude. I even asked my mom, which I'm like, if you hear chub wagon, what do you think? Male or female? And she's like, right. I think male. Like, why are you asking me that? And I was like, never mind. <laughs> but like right. chub wagon and just dude vibes to me. I, so dude vibes. There's I a brewery, see. I think it's a Colorado brewery, Oscar Blues. Is that Colorado? I, I get all my beers confused because there's so many microbrews anymore. Yeah. But I do like this one because they have a one beer called Mama's Little Yellow Pills, um, <laughs> which is of course is a lovely 70s reference. But um mm-hmm. they also provide their beer in cans. And I don't know why I think beer and aluminum cans taste better than glass bottles Mm. Uh, but they also have another uh beer and i think it's called chub wagon (gasps) i know it at least has chub in it but i can't remember if it's the oh now now i gotta look it up right i'm gonna be my ass off 
I bet my last $2 in TVG on tub chub wagon. And there you go. And it was the best investment you made this weekend, or at least it was mine. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. I'm going to look this up. Having said that, I know like I take losing very poorly and I'm generally very good natured, but on horse racing Saturday in my house, if I lose a race that I've put money on, I'm cussing for an hour. And one time Benny, I was cussing at him about a horse that I had, that had just lost a race. And he's like, how much did you spend on the fucking horse? And I told him, and he was like, you got that much entertainment out of that race for that little amount of money. What are you bitching about? And he was so right. And even though I, I spent a lot of money this past weekend, it was money well spent. I had so much fun. So I'm going to get canceled probably on this show, but I found chub wagon beer and pussy wagon. I'll take both. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Are they both from the same brewery? I'm like, I have not had that. Yeah. I looked, I just Googled Chubwagon beer and there's, it's at a place called Untapped. They're both there. Untapped. In Brevard, North Carolina. Chubwagon and Pussywagon. And I'm wow. going to get canceled. I'm wow. getting canceled. We're the, telling pro- the producer. The producer is like, Nancy... Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm sending this to your employer. <laughs> but if you did air quotes while you were saying the P word, it's perfectly fine. Perfect. So, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> but okay, let's talk about Haskell. Do we want to go Haskell. there? Yes, because I'm I'm torn. I'm torn by um, Cyberknife and Jack Christopher. Cyberknife because of the post position. I just like Jack Christopher. Mm-hmm. But Cyberknife, I love Cyberknife. I know there was shit about Churchill and like, you know, where the line was when they did the photo. And I'm like, Ugh. that's not Cyberknife's fault, right? Yeah, yeah, it was not a, I don't know. I disagreed with everything about that. But, you know. Wait, well, Carson, are you, are you saying, are you saying Cyberknife didn't win? Oh, I, I really like that horse. Um, but the photo, I don't know if it's just the angle that they chose. It, it was not very convincing for me. Um, I did not bet on the race, so I don't have a, a huge interest in it either way. And mm-hmm. I, uh, I do like Howling Time from uh, by Not This Time. So I can't say mm-hmm. there would have been a, a loser had either one won. But just the photo angle that they showed for the official um, call of the photo finish was not convincing for me it's kind of dumb because if you see it it's like the line is just way off of where the noses are it's like i don't i don't know yeah it was before they reached the line and then it was sort of like a an more elevated angle than i recall for churchill but you know i don't know that's uh not my job <laughs> so is that information would that information um especially since you're a photographer and can probably see things in pictures that we can't would that kind of information keep you off cyberknife this time uh i feel like it's interesting to me that jack christopher's gonna go to a mile and a 16th um mm-hmm. i think it's gonna be uh i guess i don't know that it's a two-horse race because that's not fair i think that everybody that's uh drawn in is qualified for the for the event um but i think it's very much uh, an argument between taiba and um if i'm even saying that right maybe it's taiba taiba whatever uh, and uh dark christopher so i think there's two camps and it's a uh, going to be some pretty heated discussions up until and probably even after so right so carson today in group chat you mentioned something about i'm going to just call him taiba uh yeah, or taiba whatever we'll call him mr yeah. t i don't give a shit uh taiba you mentioned something about taiba's post position with Cyberknife, and i was going to ask you i wanted to ask you about that today what concerns you about their their post draws well i think that um <clears throat> send Taiba to the front pretty readily. Um, mm-hmm. I think he likes to 
be at the front or just sit right off the base, which um, I, I just think that on that rail, being in the one hole with Taiba coming out could, could cost him a couple strides out of the gate, but um, Cyberknife can close. So, you know, he may just kind of let him, let him go ahead yeah. and, and then do his work on the, on the last eighth. So yeah. that was just my initial thoughts of the, the pronunci The pronunciation is Taba. Okay. Taba. Taba. Okay. According to couriernal.com with a uh, description about when Bob Baffert trained. Taba. Oh, okay. Taba. Well, I'll take it. Correct. Because uh, Angel Baby wants to go with Taba. That's her. Yeah. Point. Um, <laughs> got it. Yeah, that's her pick. Um, I'm back and forth between Cyberknife and Taba um, because I really like Cyberknife. I love the fact uh, that I, I'm still like obsessed with that race where Cyberknife, Barbara Road, and Secret Oath ran together. Well, that was uh, a, that was Oaklawn, wasn't it? I think it was. That, yes, that was yeah. such a good race. It really was, and Cyberknife was so impressive, and then that sneaky move into second with Barbara road. I just loved everything about that race. So I, maybe it's sentimentality with Cyberknife, but I'm Taiba. I really like too. Like, so I'll have to do some more looking at replays and maybe talking to a couple of people to see what their, their opinions are, but those are going to be the two it boils down to for me. I know it's shocking. I'm not going to choose any of the 30 to ones. Um, but, but I want to give myself a fighting chance this weekend. Well, yeah, because King of Hollywood is 30 to 1. Yeah. Uh, one time ben, Willard. Yeah. And then uh, Benavengo. Oh, my God. I'm I'm Latina and I can't even pronounce this shit. Throw, just launch me into the sun. It's so <laughs> bad. So bad. I struggled that's a, that's the same. It's a, a 20 to 1. I think Coots ironically might be on white abario this time because i know last <laughs> time white abario ran he was like no 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 white abario so huh. yeah what do we think of white abario in general oh my gosh is there a chance hrt is so fickle <laughs> they really are like one week white abario is you know a toss an automatic toss and then the you know two weeks later white abario is the savior for all of horse racing <laughs> so i guess we'll see i hope you're right coots uh for your sake but hmm. i'm i'm torn between Cyberknife and jack christopher i'll have to watch some yeah i'll have to watch some replays yeah you know ancora you have like the the knowledge like one of the most knowledgeable people benny you don't yes. ask him you don't have like the ultimate strategy session of like how does what do i do for this race like how do i ticket structure i because do. i it's, okay so here's the issue with that though benny thinks that i'm scared and Benny is 100% right. Like I am afraid to put money behind my opinions because I don't have the knowledge base that you ladies do. That's, you know, a lot of the other people do. So I'm afraid. And because I'm a baller on a budget, like my, my money is important to me. I want to make sure that I'm mostly confident. So this past weekend, I'm putting together my pick four. And then I was out of that. And I put together a late pick four. I sent it to Benny and he was like, wow okay, this looks kind of good. And he was like, are you going to bet this? And I said, absolutely not. I am not betting this. It was a lot of money. Um, and I just, you know how I'm nervous. So five minutes later, I get a video of Benny betting my pick four. Yeah. And, he, and he, he was like, Hey, we'll see how it goes. And so that's one of the ways that like people like Benny and even Gorgonzola, uh, Mike McIntyre, McCarthy reached at Ryan McCarthy. Who's one of my favorite people in horse racing Twitter. Uh, you know, they'll reach out and encourage me, but Benny forces me to leap off the cliff. If that makes sense. He's like, okay, it's time to start putting, you know, some power behind your opinions to see. And he understands too, that if I lose, it's going to actually make me sharper. Like I'm going to go back and I'm going to try and learn more 
So Benny's a really good teacher, phenomenal coach. So yeah, he does help quite a bit and I am stubborn. I'll say, no, I don't like that, but, um, he's been great. Ask, ask him to call a race for you. <laughs> like the one time he did for me, that was the best thing ever. I know. I love it when he does that stuff because he can come off as kind of like cold and reserved sometimes, but then he'll post something like that. And it's like, see, that's why he's the greatest guy. You know, yes. so, or what was, there was something I posted and he was, I think he retweeted it and said like, let's get gas money or something. And I replied yes. back and I said, like, I didn't hit it. And he messages me like apologize. He's like, I didn't see it. I'm like, Oh, I don't care. And then he yeah. like self promotes and goes, well, if you had the trip note pros, you would have hit it. <laughs> and like, it was the funniest thing of just, he's like, oops, been drinking margaritas and like showed yeah. me a bunch of like stuff. And I'm like, Oh, it was yeah. so funny. But I, you know, he is one of those people who, if I tweet something and I'm like, I don't understand why this happened. I don't understand this within five minutes, I'll get a phone call, a DM or a text message that says, call me. I'll talk you through it. Just great. And, and that is one of the reasons why I think I love horse racing so much because the vast majority of people in it have been so kind and helpful and welcoming. So, so you're telling me I can now annoy Bernard all the time. Please do. Please yes. Do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cause I think Carson, you're, you're a fan of Benny too. You guys have, you guys probably have more of uh you know, more to talk about than even me and Benny do because you're so knowledgeable and with your photography and everything. But I, I just, I like Benny. He's an all around good guy. He's a very good guy. Fun to talk mm -hmm. to about racing them. For sure. Um, if I had money, I'd probably go out to Del Mar pretty regularly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just like, out. Just hang out. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so pretty, but yeah. So that's, that's where I'm at with the Haskell. I'll probably do some more work tonight and tomorrow. As soon as I don't think the PPs have even posted yet for Monmouth. Have they? Um, Ask Brian, they Ask Brian Mikey. today, but I just looked at my own PPs because gotcha. they're all pretty um yeah. recent in memory they've they've all raced a good bit this year gotcha well i would like to talk about the first race just for a minute the first race at saratoga on friday there is a horse running that i have not looked at at the horses past races yet i have not even watched a single replay yet but i am definitely going to be putting some money on a fucking horse that dares run and call itself rim protector. That is, Wait. has to be one of the greatest horse names. Hold on. The horse's name is I don't rim like to buy protector, the, right? The powers that be. Right. With no balls. Yep. <laughs> so rim protector. Excited about this horse. Yeah. And I, I don't care. I'm putting two bucks on it for sentimental purposes. I don't care. I'm just going to, and I'm going to scream at my, my TV, get your ass across the line, rim protector. So that's how it's going to go down. That's, that's all I got. <laughs> have you ever thought about like, if you were going to name horses, like, what would you right? Like, what would you come up with? Oh yeah. Cause I, okay. I knew a guy who like would ask me like, Oh, would you want to help me like come up with horse names? And he'd go on this whole thing of like, you have to connect, you know, it's the parents or have something like related to it. And I'm like, why can't you just name it something like, I don't know, just anything. Right. Like, do you yeah. have to have it related to the family? But apparently yeah. Like pocket you fries. Funny. yeah pocket pocket fries. fries. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Can we call that one Mo Pocket Fries? Mo because I think yeah. that would be great. <laughs> my dog, when I got my puppy last year, he was almost named Tis a Dog. And I went, I, I went against it because I ended up liking John Henry a lot more. So his, he, we just call him Henry. Uh, everybody <laughs> just calls him Henry. But uh, <laughs> he was almost Tis a Dog because I kind of like the way that horses are English in that sense. Like you can tell their lineage based on their name, um, like the Tappets and the, what was it? Um, CJ had Sally, Curlin Sally or some Sally Curlin who was from Curlin. I don't know. So anyway, I like it when they kind of do that. But if I named a horse, the horse would be named uh, Middle Finger 
Middle finger. Yeah. Am, would I, I be allowed to name a horse that? I don't know. I think there, there's a certain amount of letters you can't ex, you cannot exceed. Right. 18. It has to be 18, 18 characters or less. But then they'll have all these rules, which is why I'm so curious as to how. Like no here's one on here's one on <laughs> protector made it past. Right. Here's one on Friday, Oglethorpe. <laughs> like how the how the fuck does that? Oh, Cheeky Tico is on uh, at, at Saratoga. I'm excited about Cheeky Tico because that scratched before. But Oglethorpe, Ooh. yeah. I don't know, how do you come up with that? Right. There are just some weird names, and then there are ones that I just giggle every time I see them. Um. And there, I think I've mentioned this before, but there is a horse that I constantly ask about. How did this horse name get through? And I have yet to get a single answer because I think, I don't think people knew that the name was anti-Semitic. And so they don't know oh. how to answer me when I ask, but the name is um, Shylock, Shylock Eddie. Oh. And it's, it's actually quite anti-Semitic. Shylock is an anti-Semitic term. Um, yeah. Right. And, but then there was that controversy a couple of years ago with that racist bastard who was naming horses, all sorts of terrible things. And I just wondered how did a name like Shylock Eddie get through? So well, sure. like, how does, how does this in race eight on Saratoga on Friday mm-hmm. by hubby? Hello money. Yeah. I like that one. That's a good one <laughs> by hubby. Hello money. That's yeah. a good one too. Oh. Um, okay, let's talk about then the Lake George graded stakes. That's that, exciting. Right? That's race exci- nine. Yeah. Race nine. I like right. skin. I like skins. Franco baby. Joel. Mm-hmm. I like Joel Rosario as a jockey. Seemed like a good uh, it seemed like a good uh choice. But you all have a different you have the same pick. We do. And I think I'm going to have one ticket where I just have, and again, I don't know how to pronounce this name if I'm butchering it. I apologize, but Al Kahira. Um, Sounds, yeah. Sounds about right, right? Uh, I always tell my students if somebody mispronounces your name, you correct them immediately. You're only given one name. It's a part of who you are. You make, you make sure people put respect on it. So whenever I pronounce the name, I always try to get it right. But anyway, Al Kahira. And so I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one ticket where I just bet on Al Kahira. But then there are several other horses I'd kind of like to build another ticket with. Ooh. And that includes, Carson, tell me if I'm way off. Um, I like Al Kahira with Eminent Victor. Sister Luann and Spirit and Glory. You no, know, you're doing. Um, I'm going to do some vertical? kind of. Or yeah. Not? Okay. I think so. I want to do a fancy ticket, and I don't know if that a means fan- vertical. <laughs> a fancy ticket. You just maybe just uh, do the hit all. Yeah. Press all button. <laughs> I've 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 yet to do that. Just me either. Press all. Like I've seen tickets right where they they do that mm-hmm. to start off and I'm like oh that's a good idea and then just taper off later but yeah you don't um, like you don't like heavenly hellos at 30 to one I know right it's shocking but no I tossed that one <laughs> just just tossed it tossed it yeah tossed it yeah what were you gonna say Carson uh I forgot oh with the all button so I of course did that with uh the derby in my botched nonsense with that pick four oh. and pick five um <clears throat> those bastards but, um yeah after we a race is like wide open i did that for um also the rebel stakes if there's like an off track and you know you're gonna have some long shots um especially with the younger horses it's anybody's day yeah. you don't know if they don't have exposure to an off track or mm-hmm. um and you know uh, a big field um you know up to 12 horses or so you could still find a good horse to single in a um, series and then hit all for a race that you think might get some long odds it's not a horrible way to go about it in but this- uh, if you ask coots you have to have three horses you want to single if you want to play a pick three really <laughs> I said, I said I if know. i could do that i wouldn't is it 
fucking is nurse it, anymore. <laughs> is it 60, 69? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and are all three horses a 50 50 lock? That's my yeah, favorite. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so is this a race where you would single? Because to me, it seemed nearly impossible to try and single. There's just so many good horses or at least similar, if that makes sense. No, I don't think I would single that one. Um, Mm -hmm. I just happened to like the, uh, trainer jockey combo there. Same. Um, at that track. Um, do you think that price will get hammered? I don't, I don't think so. I'm trying to pull up the I think right now um, Al Kahir is at 12 to one. Yeah. Um, to no, one. I think yeah. that uh, I know that uh, I'm trying to pull up the document where Nancy lovingly shared the, uh, I know Nancy. Can I just tell the people in the audience that Nancy has the <laughs> best organizational, like yes. her agendas are amazing. Oh, thank you. This bitch can agenda the shit out of anything. I love it. <laughs> Oh, thank you. <laughs> Se- seven years of being an executive assistant. I love paid it. Off. Paid <laughs> off. Y'all um, even get a meeting invite. Ooh, that's true, right? So I saw Dulce Zell run at Tampa Bay. She's a good mayor. I don't think that she won last out. I think she had just lost maybe close at the end. We'll have mm-hmm. to go back and look at that last race. Uh, of course, she's a very nice mayor and a Chad. She and Irad is riding. She's yeah. kept her jockey. And then the other favorite, um, I think both of those will eat the money because they're both Chad on turf uh, in New York. Um, and then, of course, they have Irad and Pratt who are battling for top top jockey. But I went with Al-Kahira. Um, She's lightly raced. I think that Mott takes care of his uh, horses and places them well also. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't mean that anybody doesn't take care of their horse. I think that he especially um is particular about where he enters them and um is respectful to the time they need between races instead of sticking to this i'm gonna run the horse every four to six weeks um, i love that i respect time. that so much um and she's also getting a little bit of a weight break here because she's only been in i believe uh, allowance company and maiden company before mm. um, taking a look yeah maiden yeah. phillies yeah only phillies Yes. And this race is clearly both. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. You know, that's actually something Benny oh. taught me to do in January to, to look and see <laughs> if it's a Philly in a race of all Phillies or, you know, mixed. And mm-hmm. uh, he said that can tell you quite a bit about the horse. So something I need to pay more attention to clearly. But Yeah. This is an inner turf for Phillies. Huh. Love it. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, so we got we got the two Chads. Chads. We got the we got the Chads. Yeah, I really like that sister Luann as well. We have the Ortizes. So this is just like some. This is a family affair. We got the yes. Ortiz, the Ortiz Bros. We got the the Chad v Chad. Yeah. Now, I'm I, uh, honestly very surprised at the morning line they gave Skims uh, being a Franco baby on turf too. But um, hmm. uh, I think that Shug is obviously very well-renowned trainer and mm-hmm. um, Howell is right up there in the jockey ratings as well. So I don't know, between the three of them, there, there might be some long shots here. But my question is if, because hmm. I tossed Skims And I, and I tossed skims because I figured if Pratt, who I have sentimental attachment to, if (laughs) Pratt couldn't get skims across the, you know, or, or wire to wire in that one mile turf at Keeneland, what makes Rosario, like how do Rosario and Pratt differ in technique that would make Rosario think he could get skims across the wire or to the wire? Uh, so Keelan in April, I, I didn't look at all of their dates on their last races. Keelan in April, you know, she's yeah. matured a bit from then. Um, and then Pratt, Park. what had Belmont just Park. come over from California. So it was mm-hmm. his like first turf race. Not, I know that he's raced on the East coast before, but it was his first yeah. time getting settled in over here, um, as a regular rider. Um, so I, 
this could be a fun one to, if you could single on either side of it, go all and get a price if those three eat up the money and you get a little bit of a longer shot to hit. Oh, I love that. So if I single in race eight and 10, then my money might go further if I account for all those horses I like in the ninth. I like that. That makes sense to me. Perfect. <laughs> Sorry, I had to have that little mental outburst because it clicked as soon as you said it. Um, there's another interesting race at Saratoga, but it's on Saturday. It's the fifth race, and it is another race of fillies, and Nest and Secret Oath will be running against each other. And I'm kind of excited oh. to see that race. Yes, we get an Oaks rematch. Yeah, right? And I think... Uh, nest and secret oath were really the only two horses that jumped out of the field, but the field is super small. I think there are only five or six horses in the field. It's nest nostalgic and secret oath are three of those five. So I don't know. Which I race? think it's uh, race five at Saratoga on Saturday, the 23rd. Oh, butterbean, butter, oh, butterbean was one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Butterbean's so, there. Isn't yeah. that a little too soon though? Mm. it's kind of a little too soon no to have butter being back that'll be interesting right so i think i think that might be to me that's the race i'm going to be looking forward to the most this weekend even though i'm you know we're going to be doing picks for these others but i'm actually really excited about that one too Mm. yeah it looks like I would toss out Butterbean in general. I mean, even though yeah. first at Prairie Meadows on June 11 and July 9th, I mean, what day are we on? Yeah. The 20th? I don't know. Kind of I think she's going to be a little bit out of her depth here, but um, I like that they're giving her a shot at the spa. Yeah. <clears throat> Who wins between Secret Oath and Nest? Oh, Nest. Right? You think so? Nest. Yeah. Oh. Wow. We may have to do a little, a little head to head on that one and see, because I think Secret Oath can take it. Oh, but Secret Oath has Louise Saez. I love Louise Saez. Yeah. And I think Secret Oath loves Louise Saez. (laughs) Oh, I like how you're saying shit. And it's three days before the race. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) I'll have to doodle and then like, She's already emotionally gone through it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Love the way you say it too. The stank you put on it. I have so much respect for it. But okay, we'll have to we'll have to revisit that because I didn't even realize that was Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to. I know we're getting ready to wrap up soon, but I also want to give a shout out to some of our favorite people, uh, Bill, Belterra, Bill and Nico. Oh. I think we've turned their Thursday night spaces into our like local bar. Do you know I what have I mean? to say, I maybe like a month ago had, I, I knew of them, mm-hmm. but I've got some love for those two. First of all, let's all Let's all just throw it out there. Nico's laugh. Mm-hmm. Just good laugh. Like you just, yeah. I just, I love his voice. Why, why don't you say what you really mean, Nancy? That's the what? sexiest fucking voice on HRT or at least in spaces. Because yep. when Nico Fine. talks, it's like, oh, how can I listen more? <laughs> Fine. I'll say it. I'll say it. There you go. We're all, we're all fangirling and crushing over Nico's hot voice. Right. <laughs> and, and Bill, I just love because Bill's all I over love the place. Oh. I know. Like, although, you know, it was funny. You said you, it was funny because he hasn't done this. Maybe we'll roast mm-hmm. him on the spaces. You were, because I think the first time he ever just totally roasted me, like, are you high or whatever? And I was laughing because I don't get offended by it too much. I mean, you have to really say something to like, against yeah. my character or something like but little mm-hmm. stuff like that I don't really care like you say oh are you high whatever so you're like oh Bill messaged you like oh I'm so sorry he never has my boy never has <laughs> so did you I'm, hear I'm, that I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna karate chop his ass I say go Whoops. for it he could probably nah, use just, it <laughs> no 
I just admit, I have never, I don't really know what Bill looks like, but I imagine him being like a tall, lanky dude. He is lanky for sure. (laughs) He's handsome as fuck. Oh, and he's funny. I just think he's an all around good guy. Like I would have dinner with him and his wife in a heartbeat. Cause I think in order to be married to a man like Bill, you should have just free drinks given to you whenever you step out into public. You just need an award, a constant yeah. award. Yeah, just give yeah. him an award. Right. And so then my- are they canceling the spaces? Are we having, the- cause like, that's mm-hmm. like a Cinnaboya is on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. And- but like Thursday is the spaces. You all know I got yeah. yelled at by my friend group. They were all <laughs> bitching at me because I was like, I was late to the dinner. And I think we recorded our pod that day. And like everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, you're late. And then I was like, I gotta go because I'm gonna listen to this. I have this thing to do. And yeah. Like, we planned this out a month ago. And I was like, you guys already bitched at me for being late. So I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm listen to the spaces which is more entertaining than you find people so <laughs> let it be known <laughs> i've ditched my friends group yeah for the spaces so this is how i'm attached right they can't, i'm attached they can't can't they can't cancel this no and i agree with you completely and i love my favorite thing to do is scrolling through the list of people who are in the quote-unquote room and i always look for you and carson to make sure you're there and then i look for the producer you know like a producer it's like our happy hour after work if that makes sense yeah i enjoy it it's funny and i love when eddie gets muted i love that man to bits (laughs) eddie (laughs) Is it that Southern voice? Is that the Eddie 616? Yes, because Eddie has such a sweet voice, but you know that whatever's going to come out of Eddie's mouth is going to be 100% inappropriate. And so I don't even know why they, they unmute him because they almost immediately have to mute him again. It's hilarious to me. So I like um, Angry Yankee. Oh, he's great. Such he's a nice hilarious. guy. Yeah. His kid's a little mini me too. It's fantastic. So, but yeah, good people. I hope they keep that show going. If you are in spaces and you are taking spaces seriously, shame <laughs> on you. Go out and get another hobby. Nothing that is said in spaces should be taken seriously. These guys are just having a good time. They're just laughing if you are the object of some of their jokes, I truly believe you should feel flattered. It means yes. that they're, they're paying attention to you, that they like what you're doing and they, they want to interact with you. So that's just my opinion on spaces. And I hope yeah. they keep doing it and they, they run it into the ground until people stop showing up. Cause I don't think people will. I think it's just a great idea. So that's like when I touched them, I was like, Oh, they know who I am. You guys are like, yeah, yeah. Duh. And I'm like, oh, all right, sweet. So- right. And I love it when Carson takes the mic in spaces because she's so calm, but then yeah. she'll come out with like a, a really well-pointed, sharp comment that just shuts whoever down. Right. So I just love listening to the people who take the mic and talk. So it's great. Normally very calm. Yeah. I which- just, uh, just don't piss me off. Or Preach. don't piss my husband off, actually. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I just say that this is it's like they should put a disclaimer. If you have a fucking stick up your ass, don't go on the space. Right. If you go looking for trouble, you will find it. Spaces is a good place to hang out. Everybody's friends, you know, like there are people in spaces who I'm now chatting with that I would have never chatted with before. Like Nazrana Dixon. I, oh, she's I, so nice. She is. And I hope I didn't mispronounce her name. If I did, I'll learn how to say it and pronounce it correctly next week. But um, like somebody made a comment, oh, you and you and Nazrana should talk. You're probably very similar. And I'm like, she's in spaces. So if she's in spaces, I know we're similar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So and then who is that? That woman, Steph. She has so many different names. She's <laughs> yeah. Steph Roxy. Yeah, she's Steph funny. I love her. And she's ballsy, too. So she's on our she's on our chub wagon fan club. Yeah, I think. Yeah, there we I go. Know. 
And even that was fun on Saturday, you know, just kind of hanging out on the thread and talking about our picks and whatnot. I'm just, I'm really enjoying horse racing right now. So me too. Just horse racing Twitter. Yeah. And the people. So that's what I think that's what makes it fun. Yeah. And next week we'll definitely have to do a lot more talking about, um, the X factor racing head to head, uh, what is it? Head to head league that, that we're going to be starting on the 30th and the different players that we have. I'm so excited about that. This is, this is something just for the ladies. I think the men are going to support us. The guys, most of the guys in horse racing, Twitter love horse racing, Twitter ladies. There's very little, animosity. And I, I would hate for anybody to imply otherwise men support women for the most part in horse racing Twitter. At least that's what I've seen thus far. The guys that we know have been stunningly supportive. So. Yes. Yeah. I have, I have yet to have somebody insult or say something rude. Right. And if somebody reaches out with a suggestion about a pod, the podcast or, you know, some constructive criticism, it's always with the intention of helping us become better, which I appreciate. So I think, yeah, I think it was Jeff that said he doesn't really give out opinions because people get all like, you know, right. What does it get their panties up in a bunch? No pun intended. And I was like, go. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I tried to say it. Sorry. But there are people that do that. And I told Jeff, just criticize my two by two by two, my Noah's Ark. My God, I laughed so hard when Nico said that. So that pick four, I sent it to Benny, but then I also sent it to Huck and Coops. And the only thing I said when I sent my pick four to them was, tear it apart, please. And thank you. And Huck, um, who is well known on Twitter, but a bit of an enigma. Um, he responded sincerely and genuinely with criticism and then proceeded to discuss with me via text over the next hour or two, you know, how I can combat things while I'm handicapping what I should be looking for, why this was a bad choice versus another. It was just, you know, there are just guys out there who are great and who are helping. So we're, we're appreciative. It's like, it's like cheese. And we were in our contest. I think Mm -hmm. there was one week where he's like, can I help you with your strategy? Because I noticed X, Y, Z. And we had like a two day just strategy session and it worked out really well. So that's totally agree. Gotta learn from others. I'm a rookie. Same. Very much. Very much so. But all right, I guess we have to wrap this thing up, eh? I could talk with you ladies forever. Yeah. 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 So Edit that ex- out, producer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're excited about Saratoga. We have Delmar opening. Oh, I'm so, so excited to- about Delmar opening. Woohoo. Delmar. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna bet Delmar. I've never done it before, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. That'll be yeah. interesting. I might be there, not this weekend, but next weekend. So if I am there, I will make sure I take pictures. None of them will be uh, as nice as Carson's pictures as I'll be taking them with an iPhone, but um, I will definitely take some videos and stuff like that and send them to you ladies. Don't knock that iPhone. Good, good cameras now. Yeah. These phones, it's wild. Yeah. I mean, I paid enough for it. That camera should fucking come with cocaine and a hooker. Correct. (laughs) <laughs> just separately shipped in a box of cocaine yeah, and, yeah. and a coupon for a hooker exactly put the hooker in the box put some snacks in there with her she'll make it um so that out as that, well on yeah. that note on that right. note there we go well great chatting with you ladies and we're gonna look forward to an awesome other week of racing as usual Yes. I have yet I have yet to have a bad week ever. And Carson, we talked about it in chat, and I don't know why I feel like we should include the audience in on this, but I really feel like soon we should have um, your friend on to talk about aftercare. I think that's oh, so yeah, critical. Absolutely. I always like to plug aftercare, and um, Elizabeth is great. So she has some uh, experience on the uh, 
training side, uh, working the backside, exercise, uh, rider, and um, with some uh, pretty big uh, strings out in California. And now she has uh, relocated and spends most of her time with her family and her retired racehorses in the Midwest. And then uh, she and I have a little group where we try to help the horses that we identify via tattoo or microchip that have raced before and uh, reach out to their connections and do a little fundraising. Uh, Times are tough for everybody, but yeah. Yeah, That's I, what I said. Let me know. Let me know where yeah. to channel my donation money to. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Hay is more expensive than cocaine. Can you believe it? Wow. Oh yeah. Wow. Yes, it is. Oh. All right. All right, ladies. Great chatting with you all. And we'll talk next week. Have a wonderful week, yes. everyone. Catch us on X Factor Racing on Twitter. <laughs>